I am far from ordinary. Never been afraid of what people consider scary. This is the Far From Ordinary Podcast, episode one. I go by the name of Cal. Yo, man, shout out to Anchor for providing this podcast platform. Shout out to everybody that's a part of Anchor as well. Um, If you want to continue to follow the podcast, all you got to do is go to your Play Store and download Anchor. It takes about 20 to 30 seconds to download. A minute and a half to two if you got that whack-ass Wi-Fi. Um, nevertheless, once you download it, all you got to do is type in Far From Ordinary Pod. And then you'll find me. And then you can follow the journey with me, man. I'd appreciate that. You can also get a chance to, if you catch me on air, you can call in live and um, you can talk to me. Um, that's an option. Or you can keep it simple just by leaving a comment or two and giving me your feedback. So if you think I'm trash, you can let me know. If you think I'm I, you can let me know. And um, that's how we'll do that. Uh, shout out to everybody that went out tonight. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed themselves. But most importantly, please be safe. Be careful. If you're getting drunk tonight, please take a shot or two for me. I prefer Henny. I'll settle for Duce. Um But I'll also settle for whatever your pockets can manage. Uh, I know times is hard out here. And I don't want to stress anybody. If you got something nice rolled up in the sack and uh, you just kicking back at the crib tonight and you about to blow down, hit that one time for me. I will do it for you. Uh, if you. If you got Reggie... Um, you you don't have to necessarily hit that for me. You can just go ahead and keep that to yourself. Uh, yeah, that, that more for you. Um, yeah, man, we here. I, I always wanted to start a podcast. Um, I've been telling people I was going to start a podcast for the pod the past year, probably a little over a year now, and um. Yeah, man, it took some time, but now we finally got it up and running. So um, I hope that um, I hope that a lot of people tune in. Um, I hope people like what they're about to hear. Um, it's going to be a lot of random shit that comes out of my mouth. Because um, now I have a platform to where I can just be myself. And uh, I don't have to filter myself or I don't have to worry about other people's opinion, you know, because... I really don't give a fuck about people's opinion too much. Um, so yeah, man, I'm excited. Um, thank you for tuning in and um let's go. You know, I I think it's fucked up how normalized drug use is nowadays. It's like to the point where now it's just so open, it's so blatant, everybody's doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's in all the songs. Every other verse, all our, every other artist. It's, I think even the R and B saw, even R and B saw artists are singing about sipping lean and popping pills. It's just, it's it's everywhere, you know, to the point where it's so normalized that it. I guess nobody really looks at it as a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody really looks at. I mean, we we are we are aware of the effects and what it can cause. We. We know we can overdose on these things. We know all these things, but we so much as bat a fucking eye when 
an overdose happens as a result of lean or popping these pills, we mourn for all of five minutes and then we back on a pet trail of this stuff. It's like no wake up calls for real. It's, it's to give you an example what I'm talking about, the um the little the young artist, um, little little peep, he died uh the other day due to an overdose uh, of Xanax. And I bring that up because, you know, first of all, I, I wasn't a follower of him. Um, I just read up on him recently. Um, I, I listened to some of his music to try to get an understanding of who he was. Um, his music wasn't for me, but I respect him and his creativity and his fan base. Um, some of them. Um, it's, I don't know what he was going through. Um. I went to his Instagram because I like to go to celebrities or people's Instagram, like you just to see like kind of the last thing they posted. And, and it, it, I, it, I went from the last thing he posted to damn near everything he posted, and, and damn near every, all his captions, they seem dark. They seem, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't get a good vibe when I was reading them. It, it just seemed like something was wrong. He could have been trolling, but obviously, I don't know. He he could have been taking drugs to compress something he was going through mentally or emotionally. He could have been taking drugs for the fuck of it, just to say, yo, I'm I'm lit. I'm I'm 21. I can do. Like, yo, he was 21. He he didn't even reach the peak of who he was. He he didn't even reach the surface. And you know, we sit here talking about him overdosing on drugs and and his fans. You know, his fans, who I felt like, who was supposed to be the most receptive to the wake-up call, the ones that are supposed to be like, yo, maybe this is, I got to kick back off this shit, man. This shit crazy. Instead of seeing that, I go on Twitter, I see these motherfuckers, they're popping pills in memory of him. That is going to show you how ass backwards we are. You know what I'm saying? It's not a wake-up call. It's just like a more of a cause to turn up. And it's just like, yo, that's just... I don't I don't know, man. Like, these, all this lean sipping and pill popping, it's fucking us up, man. And I know we like to talk about social media. Got us walking around like zombies because that's all we focus on. These drugs... I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. It's It's... It's unfortunate. Rest in peace, little peep. Um, again, uh, my condolences to his loved ones and his his peoples and his fan base. Um, not you weird motherfuckers that's popping pills in his memory. All you niggas is idiots and fucking retarded. I don't even know how you... How is that even showing respect? Like, how is you, how is that you paying respect to that? That just, I don't, I don't know, man. All you motherfuckers is idiots, man. But that's all I had to say about that, man. Rest in peace, the little peep, and um, we gonna keep it moving. I just, I just, I really hate when people, grown ass adults, blame social media. For their messy shit. First of all, let's be clear. Some of you motherfuckers are so messy off of social media that it ain't got no choice but to follow you when you get on that shit. Nobody ever talks about that. We so quick to blame social media for why 
our our little eight year relationship did work. First of all, let's be clear. That eight year relationship was trash. Let's be clear, sis. You wasn't in love no more. Neither was he. That's why you was going through what you was going through. I. Right? It was trash. I don't like when people. First of all, y'all move so sloppy out here. That when the side chick finds out about your wife and your 17 kids at home and she decide to upload all the messages and all the evidence of you being a piece of shit ass nigga. Yo, Facebook ain't got shit. To, first of all, social media is just a platform. I get it's supposed to be our entertainment, but let's be clear. It's nothing more than a fucking platform. If Beyonce comes to Pittsburgh to perform and she tripping over her own feet, she ain't hitting her notes, she sound crazy, she 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 out of breath, are we going to blame stage A&E for that shit? Or are we going to blame whole Beyonce accountable? Nah, she was unprepared, she didn't rehearse, or whatever the reason was. That That's fool. I don't be understanding people, man. And it's just like, yo... Social media is like really a safe haven for people who are who don't live in reality. Like they don't live in the everyday. Like they feel like their image on the, the whatever their image is perceived to be on social media. That's what they go with. That's the only time they feel alive is when they logged in. I don't know what it is going on outside of. Uh, I don't know, man. But it just seems like people just. People feel entitled to a crowd when they get on social media, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they feel like, and that's why they feel like they can just post all day. They can say whatever, like, just random shit don't even make fucking sense. But as long as they got that same few that's going to hype them up and keep them going, they feel entitled to be whoever this person they are is on social media. And that shit ain't real. You know, you understand? Know it's just... I don't know, man. It just got a lot of people out here looking crazy, and don't, I don't want to sound like I'm some fucking. It, we all, it, it's all of us have got caught up in that social media hype at some point. I, all of us have, but at some point, it's just like, yo, we, you too grown to be feeding into the bullshit. You understand? It's just like, yo, I, I see all I see is chicks on there. You, you talk about you ain't bothered. You, you so unbothered, but. You done made 73 posts this week referring to what you claim you're not bothered by. Like, what? Like, that shit look, that shit is, is corny. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, what? I, or, 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 you know, the people that just tell us they single all day. Like, okay. <laughs> you were single today, you're going to be single tomorrow. Like, it, there's nothing going to change. Like, why are you telling us that? Like, we go to social media for all type of clarification. Like, it's just weird as fuck. It's just like, I don't get why people do the shit they do. Like, you know what I mean? People will have a whole lacerations on their body. And instead of going and getting that shit stitched up, they take 300 pictures from three different angles. And they post it like, look, y'all, look what happened. And then they don't go to the hospital until people are in the fucking comments saying, hey, you should probably go to the hospital. And they be in the comments like, I'm about to. What the f Why ain't you there already? It's this social media age we in. It's just, it really got motherfuckers brainwashed, man. I don't know. It, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it, it.
it just got everybody, not everybody, but most people, it got mad motherfuckers by, beside themselves. And I think it's just sad to watch from afar. It's fun to make jokes about it, but it's it, from afar, it's just sad, man. Because it's all adults acting like, you would think it's a whole bunch of children. No, it's adults. It's, I don't know, man. But it is what it is. I, I don't know, man. I'm, my heart is troubled. I... I've been on social media all week, and I've been seeing a lot of people coming at my sisters of the Section 8 community, and, and it really bothers me because I, I know from firsthand that how they're good people, for one, and, and they're very talented. Um, some of the best improvisers in the world. You will never find anybody who can make a meaner hamburger helper than that of a chick on section eight it's just i think that meal was made for them just to make you know my mom made like hamburger helping growing up and it it was all right you know what i mean and i think it was only halfway good because that was like the only thing we had to eat you know what i'm saying like it was the nigga you either eat this or you gonna be eating your dreams for dinner you know and you know, I haven't had a dream all that week, so I wasn't going to chance it that night. It's the hamburger helper. You know what I'm saying? And I just, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? A Section 8 chick, she can skip past the chicken in the freezer, the, the, the crab legs in the freezer, the burger patties. She can go straight to that fucking cabinet, grip the hamburger helper, and she going to have every flavor. Let's be clear. They load up on them flavors. You know what I'm saying? And they throw the fuck down. They take like a simple two-star meal and it becomes Red Lobster-esque. The one chick I was involved with back in the day, she didn't have shit in her refrigerator or freezer. It was only ice trays. Now that I think about it, I don't know why she had ice trays in the refrigerator. But that's neither he nor that. You're right. And yo... Somehow she incorporated lobster tails and shrimp, and then it was parsley. She took Mountain Dew and poured it in a wine glass. It was just some of the most romantic shit that I've ever got the experience in my life. Um, I, I say the only downer of the night was, you know, that I, I had her husband's wedding glass, you know, that they drank three years prior, you know. Kind of even felt bad that we kind of like intertwined arms and like sip from them. But the point of it is this. The point of it is that I think Section 8 chicks are a slept on marginalized people. Right? And I think we just need to pay more attention to their talents. And the problem is we don't get to see their talents is because of you niggas. You niggas is always just trying to fuck. If you just try to get a chance to get to know her and get to know her struggles and help her get more food stamps, she will open her art and her talents to you and show you that she's a bad motherfucker in that kitchen. She probably can't cook chicken. She probably can't make nothing else. But God damn it, she can make some hamburger helper. You know, I just feel like we just have to do more to uplift our sisters, you know, and, and you know, and, and you know what, forget what I said before, it, you, you, it is way too much bashing, y'all gotta stop bashing them, especially if they're on Section 8, they are trying, alright, they try to, you know, they might try in like negative ways, but trying is trying, man.
So shout out to the good sisters of the Section 8 community. I want y'all to always know I'm going to always hold the flag for y'all and hold it down. It ain't nan nigga and nigga going to try to ever get away with talking down on y'all because I know them niggas be wanting y'all the most. Niggas be having these chicks, these CNA chicks that be getting $2,500 checks and they be acting like they happy with them. But I know they want to leave all them biscuits and macaroni and cheese for that good old stroganoff hamburger helper because it's in their DNA. You know, as quiet as it's kept. I, I, I'm seeing all the Hollywood hornies get exposed. The Harvey Weinsteins, Kevin Spacey's. Hey, let me get into Kevin Spacey real quick, because you was a dirty motherfucker. I see what you did. See, it came out that you raped and came on to this 14-year-old boy at the time. He's a grown man now, but he was 14 at the time. He was 14 at the time. I think, according to the article, he was solicited drugs to this boy. He was under the influence, or I think Kevin Spacey was. No matter what, you you did that, and then you tried to act like you didn't remember doing it. First of all, if you fuck a 14-year-old boy, you always going to remember that shit. Come on, man. Stop playing with me. You know you going to... No, and then you tried to come out as gay. You really tried to come out as gay to soften the blow for people coming at you as a pedophile. So let me get this straight. You could be, you could rape a 14-year-old boy, but as long as you come out and say, well, I've always had sexual escapades with men anyway, so it's okay. Then it's okay. No, nigga. Nah, nigga, you got to burn for that. And you know what else is crazy? I be seeing these motherfuckers get accused of sexual assault, raping 13 bitches, and they get to keep their company. They get to keep their endorsements. They get to keep their sponsors. Don't nothing ever get taken for them. But let one of us smoke a blunt in the off season, and everything we ever work for is taken away from them. I'm glad that everything is cut and taken away from fucking Harvey Weinstein. I heard that he will no longer has ties to his production company, I believe. Um, if I'm saying that wrong, please somebody comment on me and tell me. I, I think I read that. Uh, I, I don't know. I think Kevin Spacey is being investigated. I'm all for this shit, man. Because, I mean, just to be honest, I, I love when white people get in trouble. Um... And nothing soothes my soul more than seeing them get in trouble for some fuck shit that they've been doing. So I'm gonna be on this shit. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see what the next big Hollywood star is that's out here groping and taking. It's probably one of the. It's, it was, I bet you it's probably fucking. They go. You know who I think they're gonna expose next, man. Who I just he just seems real rapey to me, and 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 I could be wrong. And if I am, I apologize, but. You know, I don't think I am. I think Tommy Lee Davis might be a raper. If you don't know who Tommy Lee Davis is, he was the co-star of Men in Black aside uh, Will Smith. I, I just feel like he's, I feel like he tried to fuck Jennifer Aniston when she was like 11 and a half. I don't know, man. But All the Hollywood hornies are getting exposed. I'm all for it. I can't wait to see all these motherfuckers go down, man. Lock them all up. They all nasty. All of them are nasty, dirty, pasty men. They just dirty, 
They all look like mayonnaise sticks. I just hate them all, man. Burn all of take they take their money, take their endorsements, take their fucking sponsors, take it all. I, I don't I'm all for it, man. I love it. I love when white people get in trouble. Um because they love when we get in trouble. So yeah, that's just what it is.